0: Since 1984, Sawyer has existed to support your wildest adventures. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters
1: at Sawyer.com. Welcome to Wellness in the Wilderness. Come with us on the trail of life as we inspire you to take a step outdoors, to disconnect from the distractions, and reconnect with yourself. Sydney Williams and her guests will motivate you to get active and get well. Now, here is Sydney.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome to Wellness in the Wilderness. I'm your host, Sydney Williams, author and founder of Hiking My Feelings. And today, I am broadcasting live from Pimu, aka Catalina Island ancestral lands of the tongva people now known as avalon california wellness in the wilderness is sponsored by sawyer products and gossamer gear and without their support this show and the incredible conversations we've had here would not be possible so if you aren't familiar with their products already head over to sawyer.com and gossamergear.com to get familiar with the products that they offer if you are familiar and you're a fan Give them a shout out on social media. Go comment on a post. Tell them that you appreciate their support as much as we do. And thank you to all of our pals at Sawyer and Gossamer Gear for making this first season of Wellness in the Wilderness possible, for making it wonderful, and for all the support. Like, I thought it was a great idea. You thought it was a great idea. We've made some magic here over the last uh, 12, now 13 episodes, and I couldn't be uh, more grateful, to be honest. So... Um, This is the last episode of our pilot season here on Voice America, and today I'll be sharing 12 tips to help you find your version of wellness in the wilderness, inspired by each conversation we've had here on the pilot season of the show. Now, Voice America did say, hey, we like this show. You should do more. And I was like, hey, I love doing the show. Thank you. And also, um, while we've been doing this first pilot season, we have had a lot of developments for hiking my feelings for us joining catalina backcountry we moved to an island and also for myself sydney williams as a person as a author as a writer as a person with dreams who's been holding on to this one for a really long time um we've been kind of teasing that we've got information to share and we haven't really been able to and now we do so the reason that i've been absent from social media the reason that i have been so excited but not on the internet is because i last week after last week's episode so on valentine's day in the evening i didn't mark the exact time and now i wish i had uh i signed my first publishing contract with a real live publisher and i am so excited (laughs) so um I'm on a really tight schedule uh, with this book and the undertakings of a publishing contract and all of the steps are very different (laughs) from my first self-published book. So I sat down, I wrote it in a week, I had my best friend edit it, I found a designer to make it look pretty and then we sent it off and the world has never been the same (laughs) since. Uh, So all of that is true with a publisher but it's all a little bit different. So I have a whole team that's supporting me. I have a copy of my manuscript in my inbox with over 100 notes from the editor that I'm working with to really pull it all together and make it just absolutely spectacular. So while I don't want to divulge too much information about the book because I want to save that for when we have a pre-sale link available for you later this year, I do want to say and Uh, open up the opportunity for you to celebrate this with me because I have had such a hard time not shouting this from the rooftops and the mountaintops here on Catalina Island. Um, I am just thrilled beyond belief. So all of that is to say my schedule is wicked tight with this uh, manuscript and the deadlines and to continue my commitment with uh, Voice America would be a like 26 or 52 week commitment to keep going. So for now... We're going to push pause on that, but Wellness in the Wilderness is not going anywhere. We will pick up recording. We will be continuing new episodes, um, what that looks like and the format for it and the guests and where it goes to be determined after I get this book knocked out. But if you're interested in continuing the conversation around Wellness in the Wilderness, please visit hikingmyfeelings.org wellness if you haven't already. From there, you can subscribe to our Wellness in the Wilderness newsletter. You can read transcripts from all the episodes so far if reading's more your jam you can find links to every single possible replay you could possibly want to click on as far as your favorite podcast platforms or the voice america platform itself to listen to those old episodes and last but not least definitely follow us on instagram and join our private social network if you haven't already we are at hiking my feelings on instagram and we are Gathering is a community at family.hikingmyfeelings.org. It's free to join. We have a ton of great resources in there and the community is always growing and always looking for new people to adventure with. So if nothing else, it might help you find an adventure buddy. And if my vision is true for your experience in the space, then you will get educated, you'll feel more comfortable about your outdoor adventures. And you'll be really excited to go and use these tips that we're going to share today. So Without further ado, thank you for the celebration. Now, let's get on to the tips. From episode one, let's jump right in. We were talking with Fidget and Neon of Her Odyssey, and if you haven't listened to that episode already, definitely tune in. It was one heck of a way to kick off our inaugural season here of Wellness in the Wilderness, and The thing that stuck out to me the most from that was pretty early on in the episode, like obviously there were lots of things. Fidget and Neon have tons of stories and we couldn't even really get into, we were literally just scratching the surface of this massive adventure, more than 18,000 human powered miles across the Americas here for the Her Odyssey team. The thing that stuck with me was when Fidget was talking about the dream itself and this idea that she had and how she likened the beginning process of having a dream and bringing ideas to fruition to building a fire. And for a little extra color commentary today, I have my wonderful husband, Mr. Barry Williams, joining us. Yo! Yo! So we're going to kind of break down these things one by one. If we've got stuff to add to it, I thought we could add to it. We're kind of just going off the cuff. So Barry has not been briefed. There's no teleprompter. I'm just putting him on the spot, ready to rock and roll on this last one. So dreams and fire tending. What do you think?
3: I think that was a great analogy.
2: It's a go heck of a way to kick off. the
3: Well, season. and then the other thing is with your with your book stuff and like, you know, people said don't self publish, do so, you know, like do this, don't do that. Everybody's telling you how to do it except for you. Yeah. And then you did it, and then you became part of the one percenters because <laughs> apparently it's one percent of people that self publish actually get a publishing deal. So. That's cool. Yeah. So you do you. you, Yeah. Because you did everything backwards.
2: Yeah, I did do everything backwards. Well, and I think in the spirit of uh, that metaphor of, you know, she had this big uh, fidget, had this huge dream for this adventure that she wanted to go on and protecting it like you're building a fire and you just like do a little bit at first and then like it catches on and then people will gather around the warmth of the fire. I took that like advice immediately especially as it pertains to this book stuff because when we were I mean right before the show started was when we were visiting with the publisher so this has been in process since May of last year has been really moving and grooving since we met with the publisher in October in their offices in San Rafael and now we've got a contract and I feel comfortable enough to say that out loud (laughs) because it's signed it's happening and I think that I was kind of doing the little fire thing with that. Like now I'm getting to the point where I've got my I've got the contract. I've got a manuscript. I've got all this stuff that's happening. And now I feel like comfortable enough to invite folks in to start gathering around the fire.
3: I think it's kind of unfortunate that people will only gather around if it's warm, though. Thank you. You know.
2: Yes. Tell me more about that. Well,
3: it's just like, are you here for the fire? Or are you here for me? You know, you got to think, I don't know. Maybe I, that's the, the Williams paranoia kicking in.
2: <laughs> I like it. All right. So we had a great first uh, great first episode of Fidget and Neon, and they are both part of the Sawyer ambassador team. So thanks again to Sawyer for the support for what they do and how they supported that journey and the work that they do beyond the water filters, beyond the bug repellents and and things that keep us safe in the outdoors, but really like helping communities find clean water and and all the hard work that they do across the globe. Thank you so much for being part of that and for empowering Fidget and Neon to go on their big and journey that their big adventure that will just continue to inspire people. All right, so episode two uh, we had Anna Levesque from Mind Body Paddle, and Anna shared about the river being a boundary. So, Mr. Williams, you got thoughts on how nature teaches us about boundaries?
3: Uh, again, we're not separate from nature. All the answers can be found in nature if you know how to sit, be quiet, and listen. Yes. It'll tell you everything because we're we're not any different. And to try and reinvent the wheel because we're something superior than nature is absolutely asinine. So whenever I got big problems or questions or anything like that, I just kind of go sit and chill and and the answers will come. Yeah. You just got to get off your phone and stop staring at the TV. You're not going to find those answers in the TV or on your phone. I guarantee it. Unless it's like YouTube and you need to learn how to like, you know, fix something on your car. Right. There's a reason in place for that. But yeah, big answers you're not going to find on YouTube.
2: No. They're coming from us remembering that we are connected. Right. And one of the easiest ways we can do that is to go for a walk. Right. And point out the animals that you see. Right. Right. And like, pay attention to where the wind is coming from Mm -hmm. and how good the sunshine feels on your face. Yep. Nailed it. All right. So number three, Arlette Lawn, stop comparing your journey. So Arlette has hiked all of the national scenic trails in this great US of A. It took her 19 years to do it. And it wasn't even something that she initially set out to do. Like she went and she did like, California. Well, she started with the JMT. And then she's like, oh, the Pacific Crest Trail sounds fun, but I'm only going to do California to start. And then, surprise, surprise, she finished that and then finished all of the other national scenic trails in the US. And one of the things that was really important to Arlette was talking about both her age and her body image and how this helped her find her way back to herself. It helped her find a new relationship with her body, a new definition of what she thinks beauty and power is. So Uh, I love that one because it relates really closely to mine. But I think if we're talking about not comparing our journeys, there are so many ways to live a life. And there are so many ways to experience being human. And what's the thing you always say about the bridge versus the zipline versus the path? Like, I think that that applies here.
3: Well, if if you're so focused on like, I need to get across that bridge to get to the other side. And you're not really, you know, you're so laser focused on it that you may actually miss the zip line. That's way more fun to get you across the river to the other side. So. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I think that there's something there. I think we, especially, and I don't know, I've only ever lived in America and I've only grown up in this culture, but I feel like we are as a society obsessed with success stories. And I think that that's just like a natural part of the human experience, but also we have like, When somebody does something great, there's this like armchair quarterbacking of the process that they took to get there. And then we try to replicate the process thinking that the process is what brings the success when in all reality, it's the ability to overcome and adapt and be resilient and think outside the box and seek the zipline that contributes to the success. It's not the actual steps they took, it's their willingness to keep taking steps. So stop comparing. If you Hear about my journey as an author. Certainly don't compare your journey to mine. My God, like do not do, don't go on this path. Don't sell everything you own and go travel in a van and work for free for a year and rack up a ton of debt and self-publish your book much to your demise. And then like figure out how to get a publishing deal. Like go do however you want and be okay with that. Cause there's no right or wrong way to do it. There's your way. And hopefully as long as you're not causing harm or breaking any laws or making the world a worse place, your way is, is an okay way to get, go do things. Anything right. else?
3: Well, I was just kind of thinking the other day because we were watching that Leonard Skinner documentary. And then there was some other documentary that we were watching, but it was interesting because when Leonard Skinner put out Freebird on their demo, it got shot down by every single re- recording company in the world. Freebird. Freebird. because they <laughs> thought it sucked and it was too long <laughs>
2: right and nobody would ever play a song that long
3: <laughs> what was the other one that we were just watching recently it was some other world famous like like iconic song yeah that was literally they paid them to record it and the record company was like we're not interested in this yeah i can't was that queen
2: was.
3: I, don't, I, don't yeah. uh, anyway, I don't know yeah anyway if we figure it out we'll yeah. put it in
2: the show notes but all, all of which is to say you can go about doing things however you want to go about doing things.
3: And other people's opinion of it doesn't matter.
2: It don't matter. And that's the thing. That is a lesson that I've actually learned about myself within like the last, um, I don't know, six weeks since we moved here. And granted, I've learned this lesson at other points along the way. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like. It's I I think that there's some merit in caring about what other people think if you're using that as a barometer to like make good choices and be a better person. But ultimately like who gives a shit when anybody else thinks what do you think about yourself like if you like yourself and you validate yourself and you're comfortable with what you're doing and you're willing to keep going at it and you're willing to ask for help when you need it then like ultimately there's nothing else to do on that copy all right cool <laughs> yeah stand she said it uh so natalie small from groundswell surf therapy was our fourth episode <clears throat> and She was talking about presence versus process, and I liked this so much that I started to adapt it into our uh, weekly newsletter, and then I quickly realized presence versus process is not something that you can just, like, whip up. Um, It's something that requires intention and time and experience. And so I've been thinking about all the different ways and all the different spaces that we create and all the different kinds of connections that I'm craving. And sometimes, like, presencing, the way that Natalie divided it up was presence is you're here, you're in this moment, you're not necessarily articulating what's going on for you, you're not processing, you're just learning how to be present, learning how to be safe and comfortable in your body, learning how to regulate your nervous system, like that's learning how to be present in this time and space that we're occupying. And then processing is like where you are able to verbalize and articulate. And I think just like those two phrases and those explanations of the difference really opened up, a new way for me to understand the work we do at hiking my feelings, how I personally need time to both be present and to process. Um, And I think it's actually kind of made our relationship better bear. Cause I like, I feel more comfortable. Like I, I recognize the difference that I'm like, I need to talk this out. And like, I've just said that. And I'm like, Hey, I just need to talk this out. Whereas before I would kind of let things stew until I couldn't let them out.
3: Yeah. And I just sit there and listen.
2: And that's all you got to do. Yeah. Say it again for the people in the back.
3: I, Yeah. I don't need to fix everything. I just need to sit there and listen. Hey, tip oh. for all the, all the guys out there who want to fix everything. Cause that's what we've been told to do. Sometimes you just need to listen.
2: And a tip for all the f- gals and they's and everybody else out there that is inclined to support and, f- and fixing is the way that we've been shown how to do that. We don't have to like in all reality. Sometimes people just need somebody to listen to them. So before we go to the break, we'll leave with episode number five, which was uh, an episode with me, uh, where I was talking about how we were moving to Catalina Island and that we were here. And it was the first episode that we did that wasn't at the ranch. And for me, I just want to leave everybody with that, like on that whole episode, like your dreams will come true when you believe in them. And I used to say, I'll believe it when I see it and over the last 10 15 years i've been really trying to as i remember cuz it's not natural for me yet i don't do this automatically but i try to think about i'll see it when i believe it and as it as it as it is as it pertains to everything that we're doing here on catalina island with my journey as an author in our relationship for wellness in the wilderness like I'll see it when I believed it. The second that I believed that I was capable of hosting these conversations, finding the right people, having an opinion, sharing it, being willing to be wrong and, you know, unlearn and relearn, then the whole world opened up. So when you believe it, it's easier to see it. And we got time for one more. So let's do Anastasia Allison, episode number six. I want to leave you on this note, listeners. What... Do you want to welcome into your life? Anastasia talked about life's welcome mat. And I thought that that was such a beautiful metaphor for manifestation, creating a life that you want to live, building a routine that supports you in your vision and gives you time and space to have with yourself, for yourself, by yourself. So what do you want to have on your life's welcome mat? When we get back, we'll share more insights from prior episodes. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: Have you ever spoken unkindly to yourself? Do you realize when you do? Are you ready to make changes, but find yourself completely paralyzed by the choices in front of you? We live in a hyper-connected, always-on world, And frankly, it's exhausting. Let's make time to disconnect from the distractions and reconnect with yourself. Hiking My Feelings exists to help people discover the healing power of nature. Kickstart your healing journey and grab a copy of the book that started our movement, Hiking My Feelings, Stepping into the Healing Power of Nature. Named one of Audible's best hiking audiobooks and available wherever books are sold. Visit hikingmyfeelings.org today to learn more.
0: Sawyer is more than an outdoor company. Every Sawyer product you buy contributes to our common humanity, bringing Sawyer water filtration systems to people in need all around the world. In just 2022 alone, 260,000 households in over 45 countries received clean drinking water through Sawyer filters. Over the past 10 years, we've teamed up with over 140 charities in 80 countries to provide long-term, sustainable relief domestically internationally and in disaster situations together we're saving millions of lives thank you
1: ready to find your wellness in the wilderness look no further than hiking my feelings through a combination of community and self-discovery our programs are designed to give you the space and support to connect life's dots if you're looking to figure out who you are underneath the stories you've been given and are ready to redesign the map of where you're headed with actionable steps and opportunities to dream big, we're here to walk alongside you. Whether you're a seasoned adventure enthusiast or brand new to the healing power of nature, we've got your back. Visit hikingmyfeelings.org today to download our free Trail Thoughts worksheets and learn more about Hiking My Feelings. listening to Wellness in the Wilderness with Sydney Williams. Have a question for Sydney and her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show with Sydney.
2: All right, party people, we are back. I'm still Sydney Williams. You're still listening to Wellness in the Wilderness, and before the break we were doing a quick recap of the lessons learned from our pilot series here on Voice America Empowerment Network. And we talked about Fidget Neon from Her Odyssey, Anna Levesque's uh, brilliance about the river being a boundary. Arlette Lan said to stop comparing your journey to others. Natalie Small of Groundswell Surf Therapy was talking about presence versus process. I was saying, you know, sometimes your dreams take a while to come true, but if you believe in them, they will come true. So keep putting one foot in front of the other. Anastasia Allison from Kula Cloth invited us to think about what we'd like to welcome into our life. Every morning, she rolls out a welcome mat for life and thinks about what she would like to welcome in. And now that we're back, we'll pick it back up with episode, uh, our episode with Drew Peterson, which was talking about emotional breaking points leading to physical breaking points. You got anything on this one, Barry?
3: Well, I mean, I think the body and the mind are all connected, just as much as people are connected to each other and we're connected to nature the the mind and the body is all is all one thing and i've had what five major joint surgeries um all of which tended to have its own mental breaking point involved mm. you know
2: we haven't dissected your injuries like that before hit me with that
3: i don't know i hadn't really reflected on it either so i don't i don't <laughs> I do, again, working live without a net here, you yeah. know, we didn't really script this or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So um, I hadn't honestly really thought about it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me. Yeah. yeah. You, if if you, I come you, up with something, yeah. you know,
2: you, 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 you marinate on that. Yeah. Um, But I think for me, that was absolutely true. Like I, uh, in the case of my physical breaking point, it wasn't bones breaking, but like parts of my body not functioning the way they should or at their optimal levels. Like all of my emotional avoidance of the worst day of my life, which was the assault I survived when I was in college, um, all of the avoidance of that manifested into a chronic illness. So like for me, the avoidance of those behavior or of, of that, of processing that pain and that just desperation to feel better, came in the form of unhealthy coping mechanisms and then a diabetes diagnosis. Like I can resonate hundred percent with what Drew was saying. So um, if anybody out there is, is feeling any of these points so far or wants to share any of their reflections on this, give us a call because we definitely want to hear from you. 888-346-9141. While we jump into the next one, Emily Henkel, who was no matter what, You can survive this. That's what I wrote down as my note about Emily's episode. Um, For folks that haven't listened or for a quick refresher, if you have, Emily and her partner Alex went to Death Valley National Park and had a like catastrophic tire failure where they had to go walk and find help in the middle of Death Valley National Park in one of the most remote parts of the park. Millions and millions of acres just out there in the middle of nowhere. Um, And as they were exploring a route to get back, Alex fell uh and just suffered like really terrible injuries and emily tried to down climb to get to him she too also fell into the same spot where she spent alex's her like she spent the moments right before alex's last breath with him and she talked about her story of overcoming and how to survive like how to how she literally survived but also how she survived the aftermath of that experience and i think I like I, something that I say often in our community and in the spaces that we create and the events that we host is, you know, the worst day of my life and the worst day of your life may be very different. But if we're here together in community and in conversation, then we have at least one thing in common. And that's that we survived this far to get to the point where we could talk about that and meet each other and share those experiences. So no matter what you're going through, whether it's an injury like a physical injury maybe you're dealing with some stress maybe you have a difficult conversation that you need to initiate maybe you're experiencing a life transition whether that's in or out of relationships in or out of jobs maybe you've lost someone close to you maybe you're starting a brand new exciting chapter all of that can contribute to our our health and wellness as a whole or take away from it so no matter what you're going through if you're here and you're listening you've survived it and you have it in you to keep going and that doesn't mean that it's going to be hard forever and it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy forever either but if we're all here and we're all talking and we're all able to think about our worst days of our lives then we're all still here so big pats on the back for everybody that's been through some shit that's still going. That's all I got on that one. Anything for you?
3: Well, I think that's why I love doing our retreats.
2: Hit me with it. Particularly
3: like the stuff on Catalina because they're challenging. The stuff in most of the national parks are kind of introductory level relatively easy, but we get on Catalina and it's not easy no matter what we're doing. And we definitely push people to do something that they probably normally wouldn't do under ordinary circumstances. But in reality... It's just walking. I've been doing it successfully in some degree or another since I'm a toddler. So it's it's something that as long as you're able to physically walk, you know, it's, it's, it's not that difficult, you know, because it is just walking. But I love putting people, particularly on Catalina, through harder things. And when we have a group of people, it's kind of shared misery because there's no... No shade, and it's uphill, and it's rocky. and It's hot. But, uh, yeah, and, but it has, like, some of the best views, and there's bison, and there's just some really cool stuff. But, I mean, you know, when you have that sense of community and, you know, you get to the end of a day and you hang out and you're by the fire and you're listening to music and eating good food and you can all kind of relate, and I think it's that in and of itself – is one of my favorite things when we do these retreats, you know, because I would think if most people that go on our retreats, you ask them to go hike that by themselves, they'd probably maybe turn around. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'd make it, but you learn some about yourself. You learn some about the people that are in your community, uh, in your group. And, and you can do it. It's just walking. Yeah, hiking is just fancy walking.
2: Fancy walking. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> like for you. Sometimes you're scrambling to get up. Sometimes you got you feel like you're on your hands and knees. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. But at the end of the day, it is just walking. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there it just is. Just walking. Just walking. Yeah. Yep. So number nine, elific and Man of the Forest. Uh, these guys came through for me. More than once. Yes. Yeah. That's what they do. Uh, so episode nine was originally supposed to be Samuel J, but he was at Sundance. His travel got messed up. So he was on a plane when we were supposed to be recording. So like, as we found out about this the day before, I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> I had planned to have uh, Derek and Brendan on the show later in the season. And... It just so happened that they were available when Samuel was not. And we had a really great conversation about collaboration, community, this music that they've created. So if you like the music that you hear during the show, that's a track called Green Hills. That album from um, Alific is coming out at the end of March. Is that right? End of March?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: So definitely check that out. Um, but I think one of the big takeaways outside of like the continuation and the the love that I feel when I talk with these guys about just what they do, how they do it, um, how they're collaborating, the community that's building around their music, is that story about the cave and the rainy season in New Zealand. So like, TLDR, too long didn't read, too long didn't listen. If you take nothing else away, don't go in a cave when it's raining or when it has been raining.
3: <laughs> yeah, generally not recommended. Caves, uh Um, and then like, you know, in the desert where you got those canyons, generally not a good idea to be in there, uh, when there's water coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, not, not a great idea, but I'm glad our our friend Brennan is alive and well and here to tell the story. And hopefully you guys learn from it (laughs) because when he was telling us that story, when he first got back, we're like, dude, tell us all the stories. Let us know. I want to hear it. And he told the story and I'm just like, oh my God. He could have died out there. Thank
2: God those guys were (laughs) rock climbing and they had ropes.
3: Yeah. (laughs) He could have been in trouble.
2: And thank God he wasn't like, so, so in his own head that he was like, no, I got this. Like, thank God he was able to ask for help and be like, Hey guys, like I've been off more than I can chew here. Like that, that is the, the, the test of the ultimate outdoor threats is like, you want to keep being a, keep being a tough guy or you want to just go ahead and say, you need some help.
3: Well, two of my favorite quotes from my skydiving days is a fine line between a hot dog and a weenie. Yes. And if you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. Yes. So, uh, fortunately, uh, Olympic was was also very lucky. Yeah. So, good. Yes. Glad he's still around. Glad
2: he's still around. Yeah. The world would not be the same without that music. So, uh, Barry, your episode came up next. So, my big takeaway from that was when you were saying, and I know it's not your quote, but that... You can go outside, you can walk to the mountaintop, you can do all the things, but you're not going to find the Zen there. The Zen you find is the Zen you bring with you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What was your takeaway from your episode?
3: Uh, I have a voice for radio. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, I don't know. It was, you know, it's always a pleasure to, to watch you work and um, to do your thing. And I'm very, very impressed and very proud that, you know, you're my wife and partner. Yes. And uh, the show has been great. All your shows have been great. All the virtual campfire stuff. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes next. Yes. And I don't know. I don't know if I got off the track there, but. No,
2: that was good. I know. appreciate the compliments when I asked you about your episode. That's yeah. how it works here. Yeah. All right, good. Uh. So then we had Samuel J. And we talked about a lot of good things. But I think the, the thing that I appreciated the most about. Not only the conversation I had with Samuel, but the process to get to the point to have the conversation was this format on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel, this particular show um, is very different from what I have done in the past. The virtual campfire, which we did 67 episodes of before we did Wellness in the Wilderness, was just long form. However long somebody wanted to chat, that's how long the episode was. And there wasn't a script. Like I didn't like segment out the things to to make sure that it was you know between commercial breaks and it wasn't it was live but there wasn't like the the time schedule like i have to be done with this at this time so we can go to commercial um so i had really i really liked the 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 challenge of producing an episode and finding the story and like talking through the guests in our pre-pro um calls where it was just like discovery like who is this person and what's their story about and how can we how can we take all of these massive accomplishments i mean like we're th- talking to like drew peterson professional skier we're talking to samuel jay who's done incredible work in music and conservation the her odyssey gals are let like literally every guest has had this like resume that there's no way that in just an hour we could cohesively tell their whole story and pull some some good stuff out of it so the challenge of finding the story that we can tell in an hour was super exciting. So then I get on the call with Samuel and his agent. Um, and I was like, hey, so this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to talk about. And And I'll send you the show flow with like all my questions. And he's like, hey, if you don't mind, like my preference is to just kind of like go with the flow. And I was like, I'm capable of doing that. But I was actually like kind of scared. And like my whole existence of hosting any kind of show, anything, in the past has been go with the flow, see what comes up. And so to sit down with Samuel in the middle of this new storytelling platform and and format that I found where we find the story and it's condensed into these little like segments to round out the whole picture by the end of the episode, it was really nice to just find my flow with Sam in that way. And so the takeaway that i got from that one was because we were flowing i was sharing a story about how i felt um when his internet connection wasn't working and he hadn't joined the meeting yet and i was a little bit nervous about what was going on Da da da, da. and i was like um telling the story about the halloween party that i hosted that i threw um for nobody except for myself in third grade and um, how I ate all the Skittles. And he was like, hey, let's pause and like give your inner child a hug. And I was like, yeah. And for everybody else listening, like give your inner child a hug. Like we got stuff to do and we got things to think about. So I really appreciate the conversation that I did have with Samuel, the ability to step back and settle in. Um, For that episode, I was sitting on the ground like I am today, um, just stretching out settling into the conversation and seeing how it goes while keeping an eye on the clock. So, um anything on on that one?
3: Well, one I was blown away by Samuel J. uh his music and everything that he does like he generally walks the walk. Talk. He doesn't just talk to talk. But uh back on the music train. I remembered it.
2: Oh yeah, hit it was it. that
3: Leonard Cohen documentary that we were watching? Okay. Uh, Hallelujah. Yes. Was paid for by his current Label, and he played it for them, and they shelved the entire album because they said it was garbage. Wow, garbage! They called "Hallelujah" by Leonard Cohen garbage,
2: which, as we all know, is not true. Right? No, it's not. Thank you for that. Update. So, yeah, I appreciate okay. you bringing it back to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, before we go to our next break, um, the last episode that we had last week was with Cindy from Catalina Backcountry and. Something that continues to impress me about what Catalina backcountry is, its capacity to support hikers and backpackers on the island, is that four-generation story. And Cindy told it there. We tell it on every tour. But there aren't a lot of places in the world where you can go have a backcountry remote experience with four generations of a family. And... There are ways to go and do that. Like you could do mule packing in the Grand Canyon, for example, like that's an example that I can think of off the top of my head. But in general, this this story that she shares about the four generations of people that wanted to have this experience together and they were able to, because of the services that uh, Catalina Backcountry provides, just that's everything. Like you shouldn't be limited to, like, yes, it is just fancy walking. But when I am old and gray, and I can no longer fancy walk. Granted, there won't be four generations of any kind of family because we're not having kids. But like four generations of friends, maybe. Like, I don't know. But when I'm old and gray and I can't walk, walk anymore, it would be really cool to be able to be carted out to my favorite drop zone or drop zone. <laughs> my fa- Where am I? My favorite uh, campground <laughs> and have that experience.
3: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's also a a tip of the hat to our service mentality. Yeah. You know, and really kind of giving back to the community. And and, figuring out ways to make that work. And making uh, accessibility at the core Um, of everything that she does. Yes. Just sharing the
2: love. Sharing the love. Big shout out to Cindy for sharing the love. So when we get back, Barry and I are going to be talking about what we're grateful for. And it's going to be a really long last segment if none of you call in. So if you're listening and you're grateful for literally anything, like the fact that you woke up today is a gift, even if today sucks, give us a call. 888-346-9141. We're going to go popcorn style around the circle. I'd love to hear what you're grateful for. Give us a call. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right
1: back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Ready to find your wellness in the wilderness? Look no further than hiking my feelings. Through a combination of community and self discovery. Our programs are designed to give you the space and support to connect life's dots. If you're looking to figure out who you are underneath the stories you've been given and are ready to redesign the map of where you're headed with actionable steps and opportunities to dream big, we're here to walk alongside you. Whether you're a seasoned adventure enthusiast or brand new to the healing power of nature, we've got your back. Visit hikingmyfeelings.org today to download our free Trail Thoughts worksheets and learn more about Hiking My Feelings. Sawyer is more than an outdoor company. Every Sawyer product you buy
0: contributes to our common humanity, bringing Sawyer water filtration systems to people in need all around the world. In just 2022 alone, 260,000 households in over 45 countries received clean drinking water through Sawyer filters. Over the past 10 years, We've teamed up with over 140 charities in 80 countries to provide long-term, sustainable relief, domestically, internationally, and in disaster situations. Together, we're saving millions of lives. Thank you.
1: Have you ever spoken unkindly to yourself? Do you realize when you do? Are you ready to make changes, but find yourself completely paralyzed by the choices in front of you? We live in a hyper-connected, always-on world And frankly, it's exhausting. Let's make time to disconnect from the distractions and reconnect with yourself. Hiking My Feelings exists to help people discover the healing power of nature. Kickstart your healing journey and grab a copy of the book that started our movement, Hiking My Feelings, Stepping into the Healing Power of Nature. Named one of Audible's best hiking audiobooks and available wherever books are sold. Visit hikingmyfeelings.org today to learn more. Listening to Wellness in the Wilderness with Sydney Williams. Have a question for Sydney and her guests? Join us on the show at 888 346 9141. That's 888 346 9141. Now back to the show with Sydney.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to Wellness in the Wilderness. I'm Sydney Williams. I'm here with my Husband, partner, adventure buddy for life, Barry Williams, as we wrap up this pilot season on Voice America Empowerment here at Wellness in the Wilderness. And we are here to talk about gratitude in our final segment because gratitude is everything,
3: it's the attitude.
2: Gratitude is the attitude. <laughs> Tell me more, Barry.
3: Oh, I don't know. I just I figured they rhymed and that sounded good. So, I just came up with that right now. I so. I appreciate I that. I don't know if it's original, but <laughs> gratitude is the attitude.
2: We ca- we carry an attitude of gratitude and it is the attitude of gratitude that gets us through. Yeah. And I I I do actually want to talk about that because I have hold myself out of some really dark and stormy places by recognizing, ooh, this is dark and stormy and I know that thinking about what I'm grateful for is at least if not a solution, a very sturdy band-aid for some of those moments. So, for anybody that's listening that is having a hard day that needs somewhere to to just like be seen and heard, Give us a call. We got you. You can share something that you're grateful for. I promise it'll lift your mood. Um, And for the folks that are out there that need a place to celebrate, because that's the other thing. And I think that that actually, you know what? I think that's part of why I've really enjoyed keeping this publishing news close to the vest um, is because sometimes it doesn't feel safe to celebrate, Um, especially when the world is melting down around us. Like it can feel icky to be happy which like maybe that's just my thing but that needs to stop because like joy is the only way we get through this and we need to find more ways to find it so um barry what are you grateful for
3: i'm grateful for this morning me and you had a delightful conversation yeah i think you grew up a little bit yes and i think you are becoming the woman that i knew you always could become um and then And then I got to go out this morning into the back country of the interior of Catalina Island. Sipping on some maple tea from New Hampshire (laughs) and watching a fox uh, scratch his itch (laughs) and then take some really nice pictures of bison and then, you know, give a heads up to the people I was doing a gear haul to. I'm like, hey, it's going to be really windy tonight. And actually find out which direction the winds are coming from. Make sure that they had a good camping spot. And I left them a little note that said, winds are coming west, northwest. I think where you guys are at, you're going to be pretty well sheltered. So enjoy the rest of your trip.
2: Aww. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. We've got Jason from California. Jason, what are you grateful for?
4: I'm grateful for you guys.
2: Aww. Hi, bud. How you doing? It's good to hear your voice. Yeah,
4: pretty good to hear yours too.
2: So, what, uh, what, I mean, I don't need to like dig about why you're grateful for us, but uh, do you want to tell everybody that's listening maybe why?
4: Okay. Well, I mean, in a nutshell, it's, uh, I'm grateful for, for both you guys. Sorry if I'm stuttering. I actually just got it out of the dentist, so, uh, half my tongue and face is numb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, just following you, um, since the beginning, and just uh, meeting you, it sort of helped me with my journey. Um, without going into so many details, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just you know hiking my own hike across Catalina, and that's how we sort of connected. And we just sort of shared our own journey, um, yes. and uh, you know, me finding out I had diabetes last or this past year, um, that journey is one in its own, and I think just somehow meeting you um, helped me process that uh, way faster than I think I would have been able to, um, had I not met you.
2: Aw, thank you, Jason.
4: um, You know, from your book, your shows, to being a former guest on uh, Virtual Campfire, to all the retreats, and, you know, like I said, your book. I mean, I've gifted numerous numbers of your books to friends. Um, yeah, it's uh, well.
2: We are grateful for you, here. Barry. You got any uh, words of thanks for Jason?
3: Oh my man, Jason! <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't have any.
2: Nothing we haven't already Nothing. said in person. Yeah, but
3: <laughs> you know you've You've been there since day one, and we really appreciate all the support and you're just an awesome dude that's i mean i don't I don't know else to say it so <laughs> oh and uh, thank- congratulations already on the upcoming book.
2: thank you. we appreciate it and thanks for calling in Jason. It was great to hear from you. We're grateful for you
4: yeah
2: oh yeah awesome by the, way,
4: the song I was thinking of was uh Queen Bohemian Rhapsody.
2: Oh yeah. Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Yep. That was one of the ones too. I remember seeing something about that, how that got turned down and nobody liked it. It was too long. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Killer. I love it. Thank you. All right. So uh, things I'm grateful for as we're getting closer to the end here, hopefully some other people have things to share. Um, For me, I am grateful for the opportunity to host these conversations here. I am grateful for The courage that I found somewhere um, to share my story, Um, I guess it kind of started by watching The Bachelor and the girls were talking about it on the couch and like that kind of opened up the door for me to talk about the worst day of my life. Um, But in all reality, as I've been thinking about this, like Barry and I went to the um, Cali Vibes music festival in long beach over the weekend we went on sunday and one of the things that we were talking about was how we are um just like all the things that had to happen for us to meet and be in that space in that moment together and i was trying to think of like all the different life decisions that i've made and how like at what fork in which road was the path that led me down towards meeting Barry and at what fork in which road was Barry's path put towards meeting me. Like I have said, since we uh, like decided that we would be together before I was like googly eyes and didn't have an official leg to stand on here. Um, But I have felt since that moment um, that Barry and I have been connected for multiple lifetimes, because otherwise I can't really wrap my head around the depth of the connection that we share in this one. Um, and so we were talking about how, like, even even when our bodies die, like our spirits continue and just like that whole thing of like, what led me here? Um, and I don't, we were kind of thinking about it. And then at one point we were like, you know what? I'm not going to question it. Like, and I'm not questioning it. I'm curious about it, but I'm not going to spend too much time, trying to connect those dots because the present moment of oh here we go you know how like sometimes you have a thought and then you feel your eyes start to well up like you're gonna start sobbing that just happened but like I think I'm gonna be okay I was just thinking about how what matters is me sitting on my butt on a pillow with my computer and my microphone on a Starlink box while Barry's lying on the floor across on the other side of the Starlink box. And if he has something to say, he might sit up or he might just talk louder to get to the mic. And like that, this is what matters. And how much I love you.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, so I'm really grateful for you, Barry, for being my partner and my friend and my coach and my, collaborator you're my best friend yeah and without while I appreciate you acknowledging how much I grew up this morning during our conversation and that'll that conversation might be articulated in a book somewhere someday but today's not the day to talk about it but while I appreciate you acknowledging the growth that I experienced the growth that I demonstrated today would not be possible if I didn't feel safe to speak these things out loud it wouldn't be possible if i didn't have the support that i have to go and share my stories and like think about things the way i think about things and feel safe to just be me and figure it out so thank you
3: i got nothing else to do
2: he's got nothing else to do ladies and gents you heard it here first barry has nothing else to do (laughs)
3: Nothing else I'd rather do than support you.
2: Nothing else you'd rather do than support me. Well, I appreciate that deeply. Um, So as we're thinking about wrapping up the show today, um, I wanted to share some ways that you can stay in touch while we figure out next steps for wellness in the wilderness and what, so you can be in the loop when we know um, when what we want to do with the show. So you can be in the loop as we start to announce the different events that we've been cooking up for this year. And yeah, so our website is hikingmyfeelings.org. And there you can find upcoming events. You can find information about our programs. You can sign up for our retreats waitlist so you know when our registration opens for our retreats this year. So far, we have dates confirmed with Sequoia National Park, Joshua Tree National Park, and we are finalizing some of our dates here on Catalina Island for our events that we'll be hosting here this year. And the website is, you know, the best place to learn more about Hiking My Feelings to support the organization. If you have learned something here and you want to see these kinds of conversations continue, we would love to have your support, um, whether that's sharing it or commenting on the post or making a donation to continue this work. We definitely appreciate the support. Um, if you are on social media and we aren't connected, we are at hiking my feelings on Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel where we have a ton of videos that have just been kind of documenting our experience in building this movement and this community and the organization to, um, try to just make the world a better place. So you can find us on YouTube as well. And we're on Facebook, but I am not terribly great. Or do I care to be on Facebook too much? So if you want to be there, we're there. Um, But the majority of our community and engagement and actual conversation is happening on our Instagram channel. So um, head over there at hiking my feelings. And if you have followed us at some point along this journey, and we haven't followed you back, send us a DM and let us know like, hey, I listened to the show there's like I don't want to say this is going to sound gross no matter how I say it but like there's a lot of people that follow us and we can't like keep up with all the things and we're not sure who all the people are so like just say hey introduce yourself tell us where you're from what you're about what your favorite trail is and we can go from there um and then lastly I just want to say thank you to Voice America for the opportunity to share these conversations here this show is been an absolute game changer for me and that just concepting the show gave me language to understand what we do at hiking my feelings which is helping people find wellness in the wilderness and it took like coming up with a new show to find that language that that describes what we do. Um, So I'm grateful for the opportunity to reflect in that way. I appreciate the support of everybody at the network who's helped us make this show great um, and build it from the ground up from zero to Shiro. Uh, We appreciate that. And of course, to Sawyer and Gossamer Gear, we could not do this without you. And we are so grateful for your support. So until next time, because we're not This is not goodbye. This is a see you later, see you soon. Um, Take good care of yourself. Take good care of each other. Dream big and be kind. And I hope every day that these conversations, no matter when you find them, are a breath of fresh air and make you feel a little less alone in the world. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for joining us on this week's show. We hope this episode has been a breath of fresh air for you and has inspired you to find your wellness in the wilderness. We will reconnect with nature and you again next week.
0: Since 1984, Sawyer has existed to support your wildest adventures. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters at Sawyer.com.